the recognized symbol of excellence and brotherly entertainment. And now, Pro Wrestling and Being a Good Brother present the Brothers in Cavefans. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are Brothers in Kayfabe podcast. I am one of your aforementioned brothers in Kayfabe, El Gigante, Kinzer, Keel, the leader of the payroll. That's right. Payroll is here. The payroll is here to stay. Uh, welcome to the Brothers in Kayfabe podcast. Uh, Long story short, Landon cannot be here today. Uh, the colds have been going through both of our households. Um, so, as you can probably tell, my voice is a lot deeper than it usually is. and More, uh, how would we say, uh, late night radio talk show host sounding. But uh, Landon is sick, so we are... I'm rolling solo tonight. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the last couple weeks and uh, go from there. But once again, this is the Brothers of Kayfabe podcast. And to get a few things out of the way before we get started, let's hear from our brother podcast, Spanning the Globe. Hello, Mark Maggard here inviting you to join us Thursday night on Spanning the Globe, where we discuss the belt hobby and professional wrestling and have a little fun along the way. Andy, Jim, Lane, Richard, and myself love to have a good time talking about wrestling. We'd love for you to join in the fun with us. That's Spanning the Globe, Thursday night at 7 Central, 8 Eastern, in the Wide World of Belts Facebook group and on the Wide World of Belts YouTube channel. We'll see you then. Once again, that was spanning the globe with our brother Mark Maggard over there. Um, like I said, want to get a few things out of the way before we get started with the podcast. As always, Pro Wrestling Tees slash Kinzer Keel. Find your favorite Kinzer Keel t-shirts as well as the payroll t-shirt available now on Pro Wrestling Tees. Kinzer, Devion, Kane, and Malik, the payroll has risen the payroll will succeed we have finally made it to holdenville oklahoma maximum overdrive was this past weekend majestic championship wrestling what a night of professional wrestling this was and i've got some bones to pick about that night but we'll talk about that a little bit later we're fresh on the heels of of that as well as empire pro wrestling we've got a lot to talk about a lot that we haven't been able to talk about so we're going to get started here shortly i do want to talk real quickly about the royal rumble was sunday night or saturday night excuse me and uh what a rumble it was we had we had quite a uh quite a show in hand. I'm going to talk a little bit more about it with Landon next week, as we are now on the road to elimination chamber. 
real quickly, as you all may have known, Cody Rhodes wins the Royal Rumble. He will go to uh, WrestleMania 39 to face what seems like Roman Reigns at this point. Um, that could change. Uh, we'll see. We'll see uh, where it goes from here. But it's looking like uh, Roman Reigns will be the champion. Um, Rhea Ripley winning the women's match. And then the shocking betrayal of Sami Zayn betraying the bloodline and getting beat down in the process for that. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a great, uh, great weekend of wrestling. And it all started Friday night on in Holdenville, Oklahoma of all places for the majestic championship wrestling <laughs> maximum overdrive. And well, the payroll, Kinzer Keel Enterprises now has a new member, the Outlaw Skids, your majestic championship wrestling 24-7 on-call champion, who because of Kinzer Keel became a two-time champion. That's right. Kinzer Keel led this man to two title wins in one night. And it was absolutely fantastic. Now, first he won the title earlier in the night against Neshoba. Neshoba uh, got pinned by by him and by Skids and uh, won the title. Uh, as you know, the twenty four seven title means twenty four seven rules. He can be pinned at work. He can be pinned anywhere as long as there is a legal referee in. Uh, the vicinity to make the uh, three counts. So um, new champion to start the show. It was a great, great start to the show. Uh, but we went on later in the night to have our normal match against Punk Sinister. Um, Punk Sinister used a chair to uh, take down um, Skid's winning the 24-7 on-call championship. But my my man Skids proved to be too much and won the 24-7 on-call championship right back from Punk Sinister to become a two-time 24-7 on-call champion. And we got out of there. I, I got a car. We got in the car and we left. So uh, there was that uh, we made sure to get out of there before uh, Punk Sinister could go after us or anybody else for that matter. Uh, spent the night at the casino, won big, made more money for the entire payroll. Everybody's getting a bonus this week. So there was also that that was it was a great night. But I've got to talk about something real quick and then we'll get on to what I would really like to speak about. Um, Neshoba, I've got a bone to pick with this man. Neshoba Ninak, the Native American, fake Native American. We have proven, I have all the documents proving that he is not a real Native as he claims to be. Uh, 
attacked me, unprovoked, attacked me in the ring Saturday night, Friday night, excuse me. The whole the whole Royal Rumble being a Saturday night uh, threw me off this weekend. Friday night, he attacked me with a uh, kendo stick, struck me across the back, and the management of Majestic Championship Wrestling did nothing about it. I am not a wrestler, kind sir. I am a licensed manager. You do not get to attack me just because you don't like me, because you don't want the money that I offered you, the $10,000, which is more money than anyone in that podunk town Holdenville has ever seen. That does not give you the right to attack me and try to take me out. So, I'm getting my lawyers involved. We will figure out a way to settle this. But you don't mess with the big boss. You don't mess with Kinzer Kill, and you definitely don't mess with the payroll. We will make you regret ever crossing the line with me. I can guarantee that right now. I have people everywhere. I don't need to get physically involved. I have people on the payroll to do that for me. So you'll be seeing me very soon, Neshoba. And this time I'm going to bring more than just skids. I can guarantee that. We're going to take a quick commercial break for one of our sponsors here at the Brothers and Kayfabe podcast, Bums Analog Conversion. Ladies and gentlemen, Bums Analog Conversion, the best in analog conversion needs. You have DVDs, you have VHS tapes. Get a hold of Landed Bumgarner at Bums Analog Conversion. Let him take your treasured memories and put them into a nice, neat digital file. Maybe turn VHS tapes into DVDs for you. Either way, get with Bums Analog Conversion and convert your physical media into digital media for the future. VHS tapes won't last forever. Make sure that your cherished memories are forever. So yeah, we uh we, we had a great weekend. I uh added a lot of money to the payroll. We uh were we were able to uh make more uh make the payroll even bigger. Uh make it even more exciting. So uh, I'm excited for the future of the payroll. There's a lot more uh coming where uh where we saw that. Um Skids is going to be a great addition to the payroll. He uh, brings a ferocity, a uh, no-quit attitude uh, that can't be beat. And uh, he's going to be a good addition, a, a very different type of addition to to my group. And uh, 
let's just say he he's going to be the guy that I call whenever I need something done uh, and he doesn't care about uh, what happens to himself. With that being said, uh, the next time you'll see myself and members of the payroll, Empire Pro Wrestling Broken Dreams, Saturday, February 18th, the VFW 9265, 46.05 South Pennsylvania Avenue here in Oklahoma City. Doors open at 5.30, bell time is at 6, $12 ticket prices. You will not want to miss this one as Gemini will appear, your new heavyweight champion, as well as Devion Black of the payroll. So uh, what I wanted to talk to you folks about tonight, uh, after I've gotten that out of the way, you know, talking about what's going on in my life, um, I wanted to talk about uh, my homework that I've been doing. I've been doing a watch through of 1997 WWF um, from the very first episode. I try to do it week by week to where it matches what would have been that week. This week was the Royal Rumble. And how fitting was it that 2023, the Royal Rumble was in the Alamo Dome. Uh, 1997 Royal Rumble was in the Alamo Dome. Um, 60,000 people in attendance for that one. Uh, let me let me see what the 2023 attendance. I know it was up there. Uh, I know that it was a $7.7 million gate this year, which is incredible. They had less people in attendance for this Royal Rumble uh, for the 2023 event than they did in 1997. They still made $7.7 million at the gate. This was the 10th Royal Rumble in the history of the Royal Rumble, uh, 1997. Um, and uh, let's see. The fourth consecutive year that the winner would receive a world championship match at that year's WrestleMania. Um, <clears throat> that had been going since 1993. And then, uh, of course, 1992, the uh, winner got the WWF title. So that was that was a thing. There's only been twice, I believe, um, that the Royal Rumble was uh, defending the the Royal Rumble winner won the WWF title. Um, the last time we did it was Royal was Roman Reigns uh, losing it to Triple H in the final of the Royal Rumble. Um, but 1992 was the first time that had happened. Um, this is a really great show. I'm really loving uh, watching Raw. Uh, Raw is so snackable at this time. Raw is only an hour at this time, um, which is just wild to think about since now it's a three hour spectacle. You've got seven, eight matches. They had three matches every Monday night. Um, I really need to go back and watch from uh, the beginning, 1993 uh, through. But 1997 is around the time when I first saw professional wrestling. And so that's why I chose this. Because I've never seen a lot of this. Um, I know what's happened, but I never saw a lot of this. So it was a great, great card. You had Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus Goldust for the Intercontinental title. Uh, Triple H won that with Mr. Hughes in his corner. Um, 
just wild to see, you know, the people are there that are going to be big players in the attitude era, but just not quite finely tuned yet. Um, he defeats gold dust, uh, with Marlena. Uh, that was a 16 minute match. It's a good match. I mean, it was a little long for my taste. Um, triple H was not quite the finely tuned, uh, wrestler at this point. Um, but he was, he's a really good, uh, he's a really good intercontinental champion, especially with, uh, Mr. Hughes. I, I love that. So, um, the next match was a singles match. Ahmed Johnson versus Farouk with Clarence Mason crush D'Lo Brown, JC ice and Wolfie D very early incarnation of the, uh, nation of domination. Um, Really, only two of the current members uh, at that time will make it to the the proper group, um, and that's D'Lo and Farouk. Um, Ahmed Johnson, man, I don't know what to think of Ahmed. It, he's massively over. He's got the look. He's he's a, he's a good wrestler, but there was just something missing with the guy, and. He's got charisma. I don't I don't know quite what it is, but uh, I really I really enjoy Ahmed Johnson. Um, I've never I've never really seen a lot of Ahmed Johnson before starting this watch through. He was big, a big part of the show uh, in early 97. Um, kind of surprising, kind of surprising there. But yeah, that match went eight minutes, 48 seconds. Uh, disqualification. Of course, the nation gets involved. Um, this is before even the nation gets uh, Rocky Maivia. Uh, Rocky Maivia is still a white meat baby face at this point. Um, we're getting ready to see a lot of the big time changes in the WWF that leads to uh, WWF finally overtaking WCW. So really excited to see uh, all of that. Um, next match, 13 minutes, 19 seconds. Vader with Paul Bearer uh, defeats The Undertaker. Don't see Va Undertaker get pinned clean a lot during this this time period. So uh, to see Vader get that, get that rub and uh, get the clean pin, man, it, it, there's something special about it. Um, so... It was a good match. Uh, Vader gets all the big moves that you can expect. Um, really great match. I was really, I, I really enjoyed this next one. Um, so they did like a, uh, they did like a, they did like a talent thing with CML, CMLL for this uh, Royal Rumble. We had a lot of luchadors on the card, especially uh, a few in the, in the Rumble, but we had uh Kanik, Hector Garza, Paraguayo, uh, Fuerza Guerrera, Heavy Metal, and Jerry Estrada um, in a six-man tag match. Uh, I could have done without this. Did, really don't know a lot about them. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Luchador mask, but or Luchador match, but it, it didn't add anything to the Royal Rumble. Like it really just wasn't needed. Um. The Rumble match was next, but I'm going to talk about the Royal Rumble last. Uh, 
the big main event of the show was uh, the WWF championship match. Uh, Psycho Sid was your champion. And um, he was defending against Shawn Michaels and with Jose Lothario in his corner. Uh, it's really wild to see Michaels as a baby face at this point um, because he's about to be the most hated heel in the company uh, for a little while. And Stone Cold is still technically a heel here. It's just wild uh, seeing Sean with Jose. Um, the whole storyline going into this was that Psycho Sid tried to take Jose Lothario out. And uh, I'm lo I loved this. I really did love this match. 1349. Um, Psycho Sid, you know, not really known for his working ability. But hey, he could still go here in 1997. And uh, he, he was a good heel. He was a really good heel. I, I did, he's just kind of like Ahmed Johnson for me. There was something missing with Psycho Sid. And maybe it was just the want, the want to. He just never, and I know he, he kind of lived for off-season softball. Um, but he just never looked like he wanted to be there. Uh, so... Um, Shawn Michaels winning in San Antonio in his hometown, winning the title, the pop that he gets. Uh, this is one of my favorite Shawn Michaels moments. Um, especially those tights with the, the red, white, and blue tights with the Texas, uh, hearts on it, man. It's just, it's just the whole look. I, I, we need an action figure from Mattel in that form. Um, I, I loved it. I, I loved everything about it. But the Royal Rumble, um, 30 men enter, one man leaves. This is one of those, those really good Royal Rumbles, one of those great Royal Rumbles. Um, a lot of really uh, interesting entrants. We had Phineas Godwin, Razor... The fake razor, I forgot the fake razor and fake diesel were still around at this point. You know, they talk about that era as the, if it was like two weeks, um, but they're still around here. And uh, it's it's just kind of it's kind of wild to see that that they're still there. But uh, really funny to see um, Ahmed Johnson is in there at number two with Crush. Um he lasts three minutes before he eliminates himself by jumping over the top rope and running after Farouk. It's wild. It's wild. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out at number five. Uh, you have Bart Gunn, Jake Roberts, the British Bulldog. <clears throat> um, here's where it gets interesting. We had four CMLL uh, wrestlers. In this uh, in this match, and Mil Mascaris does not understand how to do a Royal Rumble. You, it's just wild to watch it. He tries to pin somebody at some point. It's, it's nobody explained to him in a good enough way how to do this. So it's just it's funny to watch that part. Um, you get some people that are about to uh, enter the uh, 
the character that is going to define them for the rest of their career. Like the Sultan is out there who eventually becomes Rikishi. Um, Hunter Hearst Helmsley is about to become Triple H and like really take that on. Uh, you still have Owen Hart. Rest in peace. I love seeing Owen Hart out there. Um, Mark Marrow, Farouk, Savio Vega. Uh, we have Jesse James before he's the road dog uh, entering when he's still the country music singer. Jerry Lawler gets up from the desk and gets eliminated in four seconds. Great, great moment. Bret Hart, uh, Fake Diesel, Terry Funk, Rocky Maivia, Flash Funk, uh, Vader, Henry O. Godwin comes out at 29. Like, we talk about wasted uh, spots in the Rumble now. Imagine if Henry O. Godwin, uh, imagine, let me try to put this into perspective. Imagine if Santino Morella came out at 29. The groans that the fans would have this year. That's how, that's kind of the same level as Henry O. Godwin of the Godwins. So, and then The Undertaker, number 30. So, this is very interesting, uh, very interesting uh, rumble. Uh, we all know Ahmed Johnson uh, eliminates himself. Uh, Farouk later comes back out into the rumble at number 18, and Ahmed um, comes back and eliminates him. So it's it's kind of cool to see that payoff. Uh, obviously it looks like they're going to keep on feuding from here on out. Um, but this is the, this is the, um, Royal rumble where stone cold Steve Austin gets 10 eliminations, 45 minutes in the match. Um, this is the classic gif moment where you see, you see him up on the top rope, checking his his wrist like a watch, uh, overselling the whole time. But this is the match where you see Bret Hart eliminate Stone Cold Steve Austin. But the officials were distracted by a brawl that Terry Funk and Mankind had on the other side of the ring. So Austin sneaks back in. Nobody saw him. No official saw him get eliminated. So he never got eliminated. And I love that. I love that inventive finish to this. It caused, uh, I know it caused controversy going forward. I know that they uh, had to earn their rights to go to mania later, but I love this finish. And uh, Stone Cold eventually, um, eliminates Bret Hart uh, last to win the Royal Rumble. Um, I'm very excited to see uh, what goes on next. And now I know that we're getting ready to come up on Shawn Michaels losing his smile. Um, we're going to see uh, the infamous five-way fa fatal whatever they call it, a five-pack challenge. I, I don't know. The five-way between Stone Cold, Brett. Uh, sorry, it's a it's a fatal four-way. Between Stone Cold, Brett, Undertaker, and Vader, who were the last four in the match, I do believe. 
Um, yeah, the last four in the match, uh, they'll go for the uh, vacant WWF title. <clears throat> and uh, it eventually leads to one of the uh, most remembered WrestleMania matches of all time, which was Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania 13. I'm really excited for what I'm about to see because we're really going to start seeing the big time moments of the Attitude Era. And uh, it's really excited to see what what's coming. Um, so we've got all of that. Uh, I will watch Raw and uh, Shotgun Chat Saturday night this week um, and get that caught up. But man, uh we're we're really starting to cook with gas. I mean, they're starting to figure some stuff out. Uh, the you know the wrestlers are they're starting to come into their own. Like uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's really starting to come up hot, and we're gonna see that organic face turn here soon uh, at WrestleMania. Uh, I'm just really excited to see uh, everything that's coming because. You know, we're we're watching this in hindsight and we know a little bit about what's going on. But a lot of us, a lot of us don't remember all of this. I didn't get to watch this live. I, I watched as much wrestling during this period as I could. But, you know, it was sneaking it late night um, when I could. And that wasn't always every Monday or every week. Um, it also just depended on when I could have... Uh, when I could watch the reruns. So it's something I've always wanted to do. And since 97, is just such a pivotal year in the war, the Monday night war. Um, it's going to be really awesome watching this go forward. So uh, like always, ladies and gentlemen, rate review, subscribe, and uh, just watch pro wrestling. That's all, all I can say. Go watch pro wrestling, whether it's uh, a local indie. Support your local indie workers, by the way. Um, one of ours was on Monday Night Raw tonight. A guy that is a dear friend of mine on run Monday Night Raw tonight in a uh, extra fashion. But he was there and he got paid to be on TV, which is big. Um, so go support your local indie wrestlers. They're going to be the future. And uh, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Brothers and Kayfabe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are heard. Um, go uh, subscribe to our YouTube where we're going to have a bunch of new uh, products coming out and a bunch of new segments coming out. And uh, go join us on our Facebook group. If you want to follow uh, my foray into the wrestling, uh, into into wrestling um find me on facebook kinzer keel uh or on you on uh excuse me on instagram and twitter at kinzer keel so uh for for kinzer keel for the brothers in kayfabe it's just been too sweet for life see you guys